0: Hello. Hello. Hey. Um, check, check, check. All right. Uh can you hear me? It
1: sounds good on my end as well.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. It sounds great. Um I uh, and yeah. Everything okay. looks good. Hey, hi. Hey. Hey.
1: Um,
0: well, welcome. Uh all right. <laughs> we have a little bit of water here. Um <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, we're going to get started in just a moment. Um, I'm going to have some music playing, um, right. to start and then, uh, and then we're, uh, um, and then we'll, uh, you know, kind of phase that out. Um, and then, you know, and then I'll get started with the intro and, you know, and questions and everything like that. Um, you know, and you got the questions. It all looks good to you.
1: All looks good. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing there that I, I don't want to answer. So that's all good.
0: Okay. All right. Great. Um, and I told you about, you know, the revision to that one and, you know, and so that's fine. Um, uh and uh yeah. All right, great. And do you have any questions for me or anything before we get uh started? I mean, you know, we're rec- sure. recording, I know but, <laughs> but I mean I can edit like I mean I'm gonna I guess you
1: know uh uh it, look, it looks like mo- most of these questions are about me and storage, which is great. I just I just wanted to make sure that like it, if you if you want to talk about mood connect or whatever, I'm I'm happy to sort of give some some thoughts on, on some of the topics we talked about with, with, uh, Robert as oh, well. Helpful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if we have time and we can get into talking about mood connect, you know, in storage, uh, great, you know, I just like, I really kind of wanted to focus more on because like team talk is about, uh, focusing on the team, um, and like, you know, on, on, uh, the leader of, uh, you know, the company and, um, and the employees and the, the team and how all of that fits together. And also, you know, um, what it means to be a leader, um, you know, what you, you know, what makes your team very special, you know, in storage and, um, you know, and, and very unique, uh, because I feel like we all kind of think that, um, that everyday life in a company is, uh, you know, like what we see, uh, you know, on television or whatever, and maybe there is some reflection of that, like the two reflect each other a little bit, but I really feel like there is, a, a, you know, every company experience is very unique, you know? Sure. Um, and, uh, and I, I'd like to kind of breathe a little bit of life into that and give you an opportunity to talk about, uh, you know, what, what life in storage is, you know, like really, you know, and why, uh, why you feel really great every day, waking up, you know, leading that company, you know, Perfect. and, and yeah. And just, you know, tell that story, you know,
1: the audience and what they, you know, who they are, kind of things like that, just so mm-hmm. I can sort of get to the right level.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, people are listening. Um, a lot of them are into AI uh, and tech. Um, a lot of them are, uh, you know, HR and um, but I uh, but mostly employees and managers, you know, people are working in, in companies and uh, and, you know, and, and are kind of listening to uh, the stories that, that we're telling in mood connect, um, you know, in these podcasts, um, to try to find like, you know, uh, a way to connect, I think, yeah. you know? Um, and so it's not really the, out, you know, people who are outside of this niche, It really is the niche group. That's like, you know, listening to these, these podcasts, you know, um, uh, that, you know, we have uh, in this channel. So it's, it, yeah, it, it, that really is the audience. And so that's kind of where I gear the questions around from, um, you know, it's, uh, it's really people who seek to learn, you know, like, uh, you know, like, like, okay, well, you know, I, I, I want to learn how to be a better leader, um, you know, and so I'm going to listen to, this leader talk about his team you know
1: got it okay sounds good
0: yeah um yeah well thanks so much for asking that actually um yeah uh so okay i just give me one moment here i'm gonna be on mute just for one second and then we'll get started
1: Yeah, then we'll grab something. That's
0: Well, welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Team Talk, our third episode. And I'm your host, Amy Uzunian, uh, CEO of Mood Connect. And we are with our guest, Ben Gollub of Storage. CEO of storage and, um, and Ben, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just really, really very excited to learn more about storage and, you know, and about you and your company. Um, I uh, and well, thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah. I'm, I'm
1: really excited as well. This is, this should be a hopefully a great conversation.
0: Yeah. yeah. Welcome. Yes, I'm so glad to have you here with us today. Um, So, yeah, you know, Ben, um, thank you so much for being here. You know, how are you feeling today?
1: Oh, it's a great way to start. I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. You know, every day is a gift, some, some more of a gift than others, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. oh my goodness, you know, the past couple of years that everyone's been through,
1: You know, so wild and oh, so wild and crazy, right? I mean, and and just just, uh, the fact that I mean, I love having conversations like this, but also just the fact that I can actually go meet people in person, you know, what, what, what again?
0: I know, I know,
1: right. Right.
0: It's yeah. It really is something that we can appreciate now even more. You know, it
1: mm-hmm. it had
0: been a while since I would gotten on a plane, but uh, you know, it's been nice to kind of spread our wings a little bit and you know travel and stuff. Um, uh, you know, it, it's still a little bit tense, like sure, you thanks, know, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful to, you know, have you here virtually in this podcast. Um, uh, you know, I actually, uh, a couple of months ago, it's about a month and a half ago, I did a podcast in person, uh, for the first time in a very, very long time, uh, with Robert Greenlee, um, who does a podcast with, uh, he does a show with Robert Scoble called Unaligned. Um, yeah. yeah and, uh, and that was very interesting, you know, to do a podcast in person. <laughs> sure,
1: <laughs> but, sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. There's yeah, they, really no substitute for, uh, for being in the same room with somebody and just having uh, obviously all the nonverbal and uh, communication happening and all those other good things. So.
0: I know, I know. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so yeah, thanks so much for, you know, for being here and yeah, you know, it's, it is great to be alive, just be alive, you know, and, you know, be able to ta- chat with you here. um, You know, so I wanted to like, just get, Yeah, because I know you Ben, right. Like, you know, a little bit, um, uh, you know, we've, we've, uh, chatted on, uh, X audio spaces and, um, and, you know, and, and we've had an opportunity to like, uh, you know, chat a little bit, uh, Mm -hmm. here and there, you know, um, but like for the audience, uh, you know. Um, beyond being CEO of Storage, um, can you share a little bit about yourself? You know, like I mean, you know, we're able to read a um, you know, little bio biographies about sure, you. Sure. You know, sure, like where you're from, and you know, and what your education yeah. was. But I'd love to learn a little bit about you, and you know, and your journey, and you know what led you up to become uh the ceo of storage today okay. and also you know the built uh the 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 uh i believe you have a lab as well right and um and you're working on lots of other kind of projects that are all uh connected with storage so i'd love to hear about all sure that.
1: sure sure well i mean you know i've uh uh you know, as I say, I've I've done uh, eight startups uh, for as CEO, so I've been around the block a few times. But I I love this journey that I know you're on, and uh, and that I'm on. I actually, you know, I, I grew up in in the in the Silicon Valley, so I, I always would say my 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 first job was cutting apricots um, in a, in an orchard that was later paved over to be Apple headquarters, Apple Computer headquarters. So it, it's been you know I've been I've been around for a while, but um, actually started my career. Um, doing international development work. So working in places like Kenya and Uzbekistan, working with small farmers or small business people. Um, uh, and then then sort of really caught the tech bug, um, worked for VeriSign, which is one of the first sort of Web 1.0 companies, uh, then was uh, sort of uh, headed up a, a social media company, uh, was head of an open source company, Lustre, which was in the storage space, uh, which became part of Red Hat. Um, most recently I was CEO of Docker, which is a, you know, a a fairly prominent open source uh, you know, approach towards containerization. And then uh just hit my five year anniversary at storage. So it's been a it's been a fun, fun ride along the way. Uh, you know, raised three kids, all those other, all those other good things, uh state active in the community, things like that.
0: Congratulations. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Um and uh so uh so through that, you know, that, that journey, um, I, like in getting to, to storage, um, you know, what made you really feel like you, uh, you know, that this was the place that you wanted to land, you know, yourself sure. in and, uh, you know, and, and, and how, you know, how did that, um, you know, how has that, uh, experience been over the past five years?
1: Sure, sure. Well, yeah, I, I, I will claim that ever since I was a little boy, I, I knew I wanted to grow up and, and work in decentralized and distributed storage. So but, um, but most of my career actually has been sort of around sort of this this notion that uh, you know things are you know there's sort of this this, this pendulum that goes from centralized to decentralized, and um, and and you know what I think I I think probably we've all seen is whether it's like empowering individuals or empowering communities or even just, you know, the best way to do computing, like it tends to work better if you don't try and keep everything in one centralized place. Right. Um, and I guess that's kind of how my, uh, my philosophy is, um, you know, it, I'm looking at, at storage in, in particular, um, both, both storage, the company, as well as storage, you know, the, the problem, uh, you know, data is a huge, has always been a huge issue with, uh, with really everything we're trying to do. I mean, is it, I don't know if you, if you recognize this. This is a CD-ROM. You, know, you might recall these things. Uh, this is actually a,
0: yeah, yeah
1: uh, something I found in my in my attic, which is you know this was from 2001. This is a CD-ROM that could hold the entire Encyclopedia Britannica on it, which is kind of a weird weird thing to think about these days, right? But the world created 143 zettabytes of infor- information last year, And so if you tried to store that on this CD-ROM, which is about a, a millimeter thick. You on cROMs roms that are millimeter thick. You'd get a stack of c roms that would reach to the orbit of Mars and most of the way back. So wow. the world is just creating tons and tons of data. That I mean, you know, right? That 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 is a lot of cat videos, but it's also somewhere in there is the cure for cancer. Somewhere in there is, a, is the is clean energy. Somewhere in there is the the keys to better mental health. Um, and right, yet, exactly. And yet, you know, how you store it is 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 a big problem. It's happening increasingly at the edge. Uh, there are all sorts of environmental problems with storing storage and the solution I think that we came up with was, Hey, let's, let's take advantage of all of this underutilized capacity in the world. Most drives are less than 30% full and we somehow pull them all together. You know, we'd have a much cleaner, faster, more secure, better way to store, store data, which of course is important to almost everything we do. So that's that's kind of where storage came from. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like we kind of like skipped over, like, you know, like, who is Ben, right. And like, you know, how sure. did you get to like, to where you are? But, um, uh, but yeah. Um, I, I mean like how, I mean, you know, how did you get into this kind of space that, that, um, yeah. that, that, you know, where, where, where you felt like, okay, yeah, this is where I, you know, um, like, like how, how did you get into that kind of trajectory, I guess. the
1: trajectory, um, Yeah. Oh, so the, yeah. the trajectory of working in an entrepreneurial, uh, Startups. I yeah,
0: guess.
1: yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, you know, I, I what I'd say is you know, part of it is just you know, growing up in, in Silicon Valley, it was all around me, right? Uh but also um, you know, I'll even go back to sort of working in international development. I I sort of saw that while most of, you know some of the most exciting things that happen are like individuals with passion and uh and a great idea, right? Um and to some extent, like if you can get if you can take a small group of people and get a powerful idea, uh, there's really nothing more exciting to be involved with. Right. Um, uh, and, you know, big institutions tend to sort of move on and do things whether you're there or not. Right. But uh, I think entrepreneurial ventures always give you the opportunity to, to try something new, try something different uh, and, and accomplish something great. And, and that, that's kind of what has attracted me to that. And then just based off of my background, I've, I've tended to, Do more in the B2B area and more in the sort of, I like building uh, infrastructure that allows other people to do great things.
0: Well, that's yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly where what you're doing now for sure. Um, uh, and you know, did you were uh, were you, were you um, a developer at some point in time or a product manager? You know, before well, you, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I, mean, a, I a CEO I, and leader of you know of like companies and, and all that.
1: Yes, yeah, so my my career career path after uh, after uh, trying to save the world, uh, you know, I, I was a very poor developer. Um, but, uh, I started out in, in product management, um, which I think is a great place to start, right? Because that sort of gives you a little mini, if you're doing it right, you're sort of a mini, mini CEO, right? You're, you're trying to figure out, okay, how do we, how do we somehow get the best product to the right customers with the right financial return, market it the right way, explain it the right way. Um, and so if you're sort of a generalist at heart, uh, I think that's a really great place to start. Um, yeah. And then, and then I went from, uh, being, uh, GM to running a, uh, running a running a business within uh within Verisign, which I started at when it was fairly small and then it kind of grew so I was lucky enough to have the first startup that I worked for take off and so I got yeah. to grow with them and then uh at a certain point was you know running a few different businesses and said okay let me see if I can try and do this on my own uh, uh as a CEO of a startup and so then I sort of went through a, a series of different different startups as as CEO and I tend to wow. start when they're, you know, 10, 15 people, right? Uh so it almost feels silly to wear, you know, put a C title on what you're doing. But um uh, you know, m- most of them grew and had good good exits. So
0: amazing. Yeah. Um, well, I uh, and you know, in in Storage, um mm-hmm. uh, the sizes, um, it's you know, you're you, you like close to about like 100 employees i think now um uh i mean i am I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure no that no that no I
1: mean, uh, so we're we're uh 65 people uh, oh, okay. across uh, yeah. 13 countries and like 20 cities that we're fully uh, distributed remote uh but we're a community-based uh uh company so you know there's there's the size of the people who actually work for and get a uh you know get a paycheck from storage but then there's Twenty thousand uh, storage node operators, and even larger than that number of sort of customers and users and people who sort of participate in the open source community. And so that's, yeah, I always like to say like storage is much bigger yeah. than the people who, you know, have a storage badge.
0: Right, right, and you know, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a whole nother kind of bag of you know, mm-hmm. uh, conversation. You know, like community is so. Like, uh, very, very important to every company, and and it's interesting. Um, you know, at what points when companies decide to um start building community, you know?
1: Right, right, right. Absolutely, right. And I think I think it's very. Uh, it has to be a very explicit choice. I think of a company. Do you do you care about? Uh, you know, you trying to build a community, or are you, are you trying to build on your own? And then, of course, um, you know, I think if you if you are a community based a uh, company, you sort of have to be willing to give up a little bit of control in order to get the the benefits of all the all the growth.
0: Sorry about that. Um, I, 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 <laughs> by the way, if
1: if if, if, if like no, there are, I'm a lot gonna
0: of... have to edit these kind of parts and stuff. Okay, all right.
1: I'm also happy to do this another time if this is uh, like. Uh, oh
0: no 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 no! It's 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 quite all right. Um, uh, that's the last disturbance we're gonna have. It's it's okay. Um, I I mean, unless of course you you want. Uh, um, uh, well, I'm not sure. Yeah, totally up um, to totally up to you. I I I I get it. I.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like I've had I had two kids, uh, you know, and uh, you know, I think
0: things uh are urgent. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, no, it's fine. I'm I'm very, very good at editing these things. Um I so I so the vision and mission of of uh, of storage and you know and and um I, just give me one moment. I'm sorry, I'm gonna to recollect everything. That's, that's, yeah, that's fine. So, you know that 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 is very uh, interesting. That you know, like like um, community and how uh, um, how at certain times a company will will uh, decide when they want to start to embrace a community. You know, it's not always in the beginning um, sure. of when a company starts, right? Um, sure. It, 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 you know, a lot of times a company might start start out and, you know, not even realize that they need to have a community or maybe they don't feel like they have, you know, uh, a a need for that, you know, in order to keep things going, you know, with their business. You know, it's not the case for every company. You know, I mean, like you think about it like electric companies. Do they really need to have a community around them? Not really. No.
1: You yeah, know, they're they're, they're they're utility. They build they build a yeah, middle. Exactly, power,
0: right? Yeah. right. They they don't really need to like have a blog, <laughs> you know, sure. to like that people care about them or whatever. And and depending on where you live, I think that you know there isn't too many options. Like a lot of times, um, in some cities, it's like you know, oh okay, everybody every, everyone is using GE, you know, like for electric. That's right. just what what's available, right?
1: Um,
0: right? You know, in some cities you have some options, in some cities it's like dependent on like where you're zoned, right? So, right. but um, you know, but I I like it's very interesting. You know, we could have a whole conversation about like you yeah, know yeah. at what points a company should embrace community, right? Um, but you know. Uh, yeah, I've I've always been very interested in storage because of the fact that it, it seems like you have always uh, been very community based um sure. and very and very, very interested in um in what the customers are seeking, um sure. kind of tech tech uh advances, yeah. you know, uh they're seeking. And so um, you know, so what what do you feel like is the vision and mission of storage and you know how does uh like you know how how, how are you able to evolve around you know this yeah. landscape because i mean it's like you know everyone is into nfts and then everyone is into um you know crypto and then and now it's ai yeah. so like how are you able to evolve and still stick to your you know vision and mission and storage yeah i know
1: absolutely and you're right right people get get distracted and i actually i I, you know, one of the lessons I learned early on is, is that um, if you're going to build a, even if you're, even if it's a five person startup, you need to have a, a set of values, a, a vision and a mission that you think are going to be good for, you know, 20 plus years, because that's really what you're trying to, you're trying to do. You're trying to build something that will last, right? So, so we have a, a set of values at a com- at our company uh, that I, you know, I won't go into, but they include, it spells out the word story, but includes things like team and being transparent and. Uh, community is a big part of our our value set. Um, our vision is to enable the decentralized future, which can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. But you know, within sort of the next five years, what we're trying to do is build a thriving business around the nature of nation notion of distributed and decentralized storage. And that again for us means that you know you're able to store vast amounts of data securely, quickly, uh, cost effectively, uh, environmentally sustainably. But we don't do it by building large data centers and stuffing them full of drives, which is what everybody else does. And said, what, we, what we've done is we've built kind of the equivalent of Airbnb, but for disk drives, right? So Airbnb, people rent out their spare rooms in their house. And in our case, we basically look at the uh, exabytes of spare capacity that are sitting unused on disk drives all around the world and say, hey, let's let people rent those out uh, and tie that together into be one big, highly pre- Highly secure, highly performant, highly economical storage cloud, and, that, and that's what we've done. But then, to yeah. your to your point, if you're doing that, that means that we're not like a an electric company that's building plants and and giving it out as utility. We're sort of trying to be utility like, but by leveraging the power of lots of people and lots of organizations all around the world uh, to to deliver something, and that almost by definition means we need to think about our community.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think that it would be actually um, optimal if we had more options, you know, like if everyone could enjoy solar power, if they wanted to, you know, if everyone wanted to go and get like a Tesla solar, solar panel and, you know, and you and do have solar energy or, you know, or opted to do wind energy, you know, or like, like, whatever it is, but um, going back to, you know, to to, to what you're uh, saying, you know, um, and what you're doing with decentralized cloud storage. Um, like, I mean, of course it's, it's crucial to have high security right now, you know. Sure. But, um, you know, I'd like to know like uh, a little bit more about, you know, what you're doing with, you know, with decentralized cloud storage. You know exactly is for listeners who don't know enough about it because i mean like i know you know a bit more sure. about like you know cloud storage and you know i'm mood connect is using storage you know yeah, yeah. and so so you know so I'm, I'm familiar with this but you know can you get into maybe explaining a little bit more about decentralized cloud storage and you know why is it crucial to the future of um yeah, yeah, you know, blockchain technology and how is it able to help with some companies that are, you know, uh, um, utilizing AI models like ChatGPT or like uh-huh. any other kind of AI models as well?
1: Sure. Sure. So, I mean, we'll sort of start with, again, with data, right? And the world creates lots lots of data. And most of the data that it's creating these days is sort of big files uh, that aren't tightly structured, right? So that things like video, right. Or, large language models or genomic data sets or physics data sets. These are all big, big files that need to be stored, stored securely so they don't get lost, all these things, but they also need to be distributed. And, you know, the, if, uh, you know, if, if you're creating this video, you're, you're not creating it to store it uh, and have it stay hidden, right? You want to have it be viewed by lots of people. Right. Um, And if you're a researcher and you're trying to, uh, you know, find the next, the cure for cancer, you want to have data that, that others can, can share and look at. And, 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 uh, and if you're developing AI, you're developing language models, large language models that need to be analyzed and added to and modified around the world. And that's, so that's the problem set. And what we do to, to solve that problem set is we take these large files, we encrypt them, we break them up into lots of little pieces and we put those pieces all around the world. And we put those pieces on drives that are run by different people in different places, uh, different power supplies, different networks, uh, um, on drives that for the most part have already been built and spinning and run, right? Been built, powered and run. And in doing it that way, uh, we solve a lot of big problems. We're, We're faster. We're significantly less expensive. We're a lot more secure. And we're also a lot less carbon intensive, right? So sort of all of these things that people care about, we can do by thinking about things in a different way. And that's kind of the power of decentralization. You know, it, it's it's not about blockchains. It's not about NFTs or the fad of the moment, right? It's, it's about solving real world problems for, for people uh, in ways that are powerful.
0: That's awesome. Um, and it's pretty amazing that Storage is doing this. Um, Oops. uh, and you know, and so what makes Storage, uh, so unique and secure as compared to like maybe other decentralized uh, blockchain? Um, yeah,
1: I, I mean, I think we we we, so, we I think there are other people who've sort of. This is not a new idea. I mean, I, I think people for a long time have looked at it and said, "Wow, this is just crazy that there's so much data in the world." Uh, and it's so expensive to store, and yet most drives in the world are less than 30% full. And you know you could fill them up without you know, mining another ounce of rare earth minerals. You know you could do it without spending money, without building new data centers, without even using more electricity, right? So everybody for a long time has said, well, it should be possible to take all of this spare capacity and use it. And yet nobody has ever managed to do it in a way that is really useful for high security purposes or performance purposes and things like that. So that's kind of what we, we set out to do. So almost everybody else in the, in the decentralized space has sort of tried to solve a archival problem. And we've said, no, we want to deal with live data. Like we want to deal with live data that needs to be high performance, high secure. Uh, we want to be better than, uh, than Amazon or Microsoft or uh, Google, at least for um. Uh, for a larger use case' not just not just cheaper and not just different
0: yeah yeah and, and and live data storage is um is really uh very interesting right you yeah. know like um i uh, uh you know having data or you know information as you know almost as currency right that is yeah. kind of a fascinating idea um yeah it's,
1: it's, it's, it's yeah. fascinating right and, and i think it's sort of almost Almost everything you do with data—it's—it's it, uh, hard to think of a problem that people are trying to solve or a business that, tr- that people are trying to create these days that doesn't touch on data at some at some level. Mm-hmm. I mean, your your business, right, uh, relies oh, yeah. on data, right? And uh, and every researcher is relying on data, and every video entertainment business is on data, and every security company is relying on data, right? It's 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 a data economy, um, uh, and yet the world is really inefficient in how it manages all of this data that it's creating.
0: Right. And also how it, yeah. And how it's organizing it, how it's securing it. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well um, what are some of the biggest challenges that you face in, you know, in, um, in promoting and developing uh, this with your team, you know, like I, I, in 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 getting um storage out there more i mean you know, have you faced any kind of problems i mean sure. you know through the past 5 years i mean i'm not talking about <laughs> now now you're like oh everybody you know i mentioned storage people are like oh yeah i have you know i i bought some storage like you know yeah, 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 4 yeah. 4 or 5 years ago you know and like, yeah. oh yeah, it's doing great now. Yeah, no, I mean,
1: now we have real customers and real use cases, right? Um, and yeah. you know, five years ago, it was some bright ideas, right? And how do you go from bright ideas and a small team of people and no money to to building a business? And it, it, it's it's a lot of big battles and a lot of small, small mm-hmm. battles, right? I mean, there's always, yeah. you know, it's a technical challenge because it's never been done before, never been done successfully. We had to solve that. It's a business <sighs> challenge because we had to sort of, you know, build something really hard without, without, you know, having money coming in yet. Um, and then uh, then go to the market and try and convince people that this, uh, this idea is a great idea when, you know, what we are doing fundamentally is dealing with some of the most sensitive and valuable assets. I mean, the good thing about being in a data business is that people have lots, and lots of dots data. It's always the world's already creating more The the challenges is that people really care about that. And yeah. So they're more conservative about this than almost anything anything else
0: yeah well you know that is a very um yeah that, that I mean that is very interesting like you know uh how to win uh the the customer that that is hesitant or you know has fear that is a very big um, uh uh you know issue right now for uh, AI any, any business. your, your right. business too. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think, I think you do it by you, you find those really early adopters and you do a great job for them. And then they, you know, the thing almost any customer asks is, well, who else is using this and what ex- has their experience been? Right. And so building up a great base of uh, early adopters first, who can say good things about you to the people who are maybe yeah. a little bit more conservative and then doing great job with them. So you can get to bigger businesses that are even more conservative. Right. And it's, it's, it's not, Magic, doing no, a great job no. customers and and serving them well, right? But it's really <laughs> difficult, right? And I think a lot of people yeah. forget that they they say, "Oh, we've built a better mousetrap," therefore the world is going to beat a you know you know beat a trail to our door. And no, that that's not the way it works.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's the early adopters that really you know make them help help. Yeah, you know, spin the wheels in motion, right? Um yep. Yep. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you know, yeah, so uh the role that you, you know, have have in, in, in storage in the token ecosystem, you know. Uh, how how is it benefiting users and you know and, and the network as a whole right now you know um, like you know because we were talking a little bit about uh, about storage you know um like uh, mm-hmm. yeah you know um how 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 is the storage token, uh, you know, uh, really yeah. benefiting users and the network, you know, in in sure. the ecosystem right now, and how it fit, how does it fit into, uh, you know, what we're what you're yeah, doing do. with decentralization, decentralized storage?
1: Yeah. Sure, sure. Well, so I, I guess I'd start start by saying that you know we're a at, at some level we're we're a market, uh, economy. Yeah. We're we're a storage provider, oh. but we're a storage provider in the same way that. Yeah, I guess you could say Airbnb is a hotel <laughs> provider, right? Or, right. Or, right. You know, it's, it, it's that we, we find people who have data and we have people who have spare capacity and we find a way for them to meet, uh, oh, and we do okay. it in a way that is, um, uh, secure and reliable. And there's a lot that we do to make sure that, uh, every person storing data has a good experience. Everybody who is renting out storage has a good experience. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but in the in the course of doing this, what we have built is we've built a network of storage providers, and there are, I think last count twenty five thousand of them in over a hundred countries.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: the ability to incentivize them to bring their capacity and keep their capacity online and do a good job running those running those drives is sort of tied to uh, a, a digital currency that we've that we created. Um, and that allows us to pay people quickly, efficiently, securely in over a hundred countries.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So that's, that's, that's the role of us, but it's, 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 it's a, it's a feature of what we do. It's not the heart of what we do. The heart of what we do is provide secure, reliable, economical, fast uh, digital storage to, uh, to people, right. And, uh, and do so by leveraging spare capacity all around the world.
0: Right, right, okay, all right. So that makes sense. So that's it's 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 a um it's a way that you're able to pay uh um uh certain uh, yeah. engineers or employees uh you know that are working overseas in other countries. Well, so um, yeah, we uh, yeah. a
1: point our, our our employees, but also, um, uh, you know, I guess we sort of. We call them storage node operators. These are people who are running disk drives that have spare spare room on them. So you can sort of think of them as
0: oh, okay, equivalent so it's like it's a community Uber
1: drivers, basically, or, yeah. Or, yeah, or Airbnb okay. hosts, right? We have that sort of aspect of what we do, right? And they get paid in 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 currency in our digital currency. Um, oh, but fundamentally, okay. what you know, what they what they do, they 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 aren't running these drives, you know, uh, for the heck of it, right? They're doing it because it's it's a way to help build a small business or, or, you know, or monetize uh capacity that's already sitting idle. Right. And so we need to do a good job of getting their incentives, right. So they do the right thing. Um, and then what we spend most of our time though, doing is making sure that our customers who are the people who are actually storing the data are getting a great experience. And that's pretty far away from the, the crypto part of it.
0: Wonderful. So, um, you know, in, in this uh, uh, system, you know um, uh, that you have set up uh, within storage. How are you able to um, maintain and, and make sure that the user data remains secure and private? Like you know, because you have um, lots and lots of operators um, all over the world and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Yes. You, 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 you've heard this, these questions like, yes, all the time, question,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, and it's, and it's a great question. So let me actually start by telling you how, how it works. So if you were uploading a file and I know you do, right. If you're uploading a file yeah. to us, first thing that we do is we scramble it, right. It gets encrypted using, um, keys that only you have. So we don't have any ability to see what data you're storing. Uh, nobody has the ability to see that what data you're storing. And then we take that, encrypted file and we break it up into pieces. And this is the most technical I'll get, but we break every file up uh, into at least 80 pieces of which you need 29 to put it back together. Mm-hmm. And then each of those 80 pieces goes to a different drive run by a different person, different power supply, different part of the world. Um, and that ends up making it super, super secure because nobody has even a complete copy of the encrypted file, much less the keys to decrypt it. So, wow. um, what that means know. is that if, if, uh, so for example, one of our, uh, one of our, uh, uh, customers, well, I'll, I'll use, I'll use Mood Connect, right? So, so you're, you're storing really important, uh, yes. data, yes. right? That, yes. And, and, um, if you were to do things the traditional way, if somebody made a mistake, that entire, uh, collection of data, right? All these conversations or whatever they're using to analyze would be available. In in the way we do it, there is no single person out there, or or machine, or data center that can fail and have your data get compromised because we've designed it so that uh, um, so that you know the data that you could you know have entire data centers fail or entire data centers get compromised and yet nobody's data would get lost or compromised because it doesn't exist in one place, right? It doesn't exist in one place. Um, and that it's, it's it's a bit of a, a a challenge to be able to get their head around. But once once you once you get it, you realize this is actually a far more secure way of doing things.
0: Right? Yeah, it is interesting. Um, and one, one, one question I have though pertaining to that is, um, if one uh, data center space um like perfect. is compromised, then like what uh, do, is is part of something missing then because i know it's sure. like it's broken off and it, it's in it's like i guess broken off encrypted and then you know when you want it or whatever it's supposed to be able to come back together you know it's in, yeah. in yeah. that space um uh but um but it, if yeah. uh if if there yeah. is you know a data center or space that yeah. that is like compromised or damaged yeah. like yeah. then is sure. there any kind of loss yeah. of any? Well, oh, It's a really good
1: question. Yeah, so I'll start yeah. by giving you the answer, which is we've never lost a file. Okay. Uh, <laughs> good. Um, and then let me tell you how. Uh, so again, the you know the encrypted file is broken up into 80 pieces, of which you need 29 pieces to put it back together. So I know that's a that's a weird mathematical concept, but it's kind of the same as you know you need two points to define a line and three points to define a parabola. If you might, realize. so this is sort of like, uh, sort of sort of like that. Um. So basically, you have if we want to get a, get a file back together, we don't need 80 drives to have a piece. We only need 29 of them to have a piece, which means that uh, to lose a file, to have a file be permanently deleted, 50 different drives uh, would have to fail simultaneously. And they're each run by a different person on a different power supply in a different data center, right? So there's no, there's no fire. There's no flood. There's no equipment failure that can cause you to lose a file. Uh, and we keep track of how many pieces there are. And if, you know, it starts out with 80, if it gets down to some level like 60, then we rebuild the file. So what that means is that we never lose a file and you could have, could have the entire East coast of the United States go out, uh, in, you know, a, a massive storm or lose half of, uh, Europe. You know, we sort of modeled what happened if, you know, Putin suddenly turned off, you know, all uh, the internet for Eastern Europe, West, and we wouldn't lose data which is a pretty amazing thing, right? So if, if if storage ends up losing your data, the world has much bigger problems like asteroids or, or things like that, in which case- Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. It uh, wouldn't right. come um, down to just you guys, you know, it'd it would be like a stuff, really right. big-
1: um, Right, yeah. and and then, you know, at a more uh, practical level, it also means that if we're trying to serve a video, we just need the 29 fastest uh, pieces to respond, which means, you know, if, if, if somebody is viewing this podcast, if this podcast were stored on storage, uh, people in- uh, Phoenix are going to get it from different drives and people in Philadelphia, which will be different from people who are getting it um, in uh, Sydney or Bangalore or, or Tokyo or wherever right? Um, because we're, we're sort of globally distributed. so it's faster. Uh, it's more secure uh, and it's more reliable more durable for all the reasons that we said.
0: Wow. well, then you know what I'm gonna to have to make sure that we, we and we have all of our podcasts. Material absolutely, absolutely, because Because, like we do, we we, uh, survive, you know, the apocalypse, (laughs) whatever, right? Well, yeah, and and (laughs) and you know, the
1: world needs to see this conversation, you know, post apocalypse, this will be helpful, right? Um, but
0: uh, why not, you know? Um, well, so, uh, you know, so, so, okay, I, you know, I see what. Um, what you're saying now with this uh, you yeah, it's it's very secure um and it's uh, zero trust um you know, and 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 it's very interesting because in you know this this um time right now where data is so very important um like how are you, you know, how is storage and your team positioning yourself right now, you know, like in, in what's, what, what's going on with AI and um, you know, like how, 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 how are you making yourselves more accessible and available in that kind of market?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's a great question. So AI uh, to us, looks like a lot of the other problems that we try and solve where you've got big, big files, if you will, that need to get securely to lots of different places for people to analyze. In the case of AI, you know, you have some huge, what's called a large language model. uh, And the way that uh, things get better is that people learn on that model, but they learn on it in different places around the world, different people are running big, big jobs all around the world to the computer jobs all around the world to try and uh, get smarter at, at figuring out what the mood of employees are or figuring out uh, you know, is this, is this uh spot on an x-ray, uh, cancerous or not? Right. Um, all, and these are problems that involve securely having large data sets, be able to be moved securely, cost-efficiently around the world. And so that's, that's sort of our role in AI, like, like everything else. We're, we're not the gold miners. We're the people selling pickaxes to the, uh, to the, to the gold rush, if you will. Um, uh, but AI has some other problems. Uh, which we're really just all trying to grapple with, which is it's also really important to make sure that if you're training a model on data, that that data not only is secure, but can't be tampered. Because uh, you can inject bad information into the language models and somehow, you know, and people are seeing this, right? That, uh, you know, the, the AI can learn the wrong things or they can learn to be racist if you try and train them, you know, if you train them with the wrong data or you can uh train them to be conspiracy theorists right you know and and that's not what we want so storage as as it, with ai just as we are with uh you know video or scientific data you know we're about securely um transmitting large files storing and transmitting large files around the world to people who need them
0: so you're just um you know basically just positioning yourself to fit the needs of you know whatever people in tech are doing at any time you know and like anywhere no matter what it is you're going to be able to match yeah. you know the level of storage because it's it's going to be the same level of storage across the board. Well, I know. mean
1: I, I think that uh we we don't do all storage for all people right but we we right. there's a really big set of problems that happens to be the biggest area in in data mm-hmm. where most of most of the big growth in data is in large files that need to be stored securely and transmitted to different people around the world. And you don't know in advance who or where they are. Right. And that's right, that's right. what we're really good at. And that, and so we've, you know, as a, as an infrastructure company, you, you, you don't want to just serve a niche really well. You sort of want to, you want to serve uh, a broad set of uses really right. well. Right? Um, and then the innovation happens around you, right? Uh, and that that to me is kind of exciting, right? As opposed to us being the great people who come up with the idea of how to utilize, uh, you know, uh, to analyze employee data to figure out, you know, mental health and mood. Uh, we say, let's, let's provide secure, reliable, fast storage that's globally distributed and then let people like Mood Connect come up with great ideas for solving your problem and let other customers figure out a great way to provide a safe tween experience on mobile, right? And then other customers figure out how to solve uh 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 you know uh unsolved problems in physics, right? And that that's kind of what our job is is be a great base on which other innovation can happen.
0: Right, right, absolutely. Um well uh so uh well I'm I'm trying to think you know like you've answered so many of my questions today. Um well, I, I so you know um, going back to like uh uh your your entrepreneurial background you know like right. as an entrepreneur um you know i how how do you see like you know yourself uh still as being an entrepreneur in storage like do you, you know how how have you been able to apply your entrepreneurial vision in sure. storage, you know, now, like, cause I mean, I know you, you're, you're very clear on what your mission and vision is in storage, but like, you know, how is storage evolving and how are you use, utilizing your, you know, your, your, your um, experience as being an entrepreneur to yeah. help evolve storage, you know, that's into a, the future. Great, that's a
1: great question. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think they're, yeah. they're probably like there are two, two entrepreneurial models in the world and there's the one that I think most people are familiar with sort of like the the Steve Jobs uh you know where you have a founder who has the perfect vision and is committed to that vision and drives that vision and has people marching in lockstep along that vision and kind of is like tightly controlling everything right right, uh, right. um and then I think there's the model that I aspire to and I think actually more people end up doing right which is you help create context, you help create a, a vision, you help create a, a mission, a sense of, of shared direction, but then you enable a bunch of other people to be entrepreneurs within their, their area. Um, and I kind of like that second model better, right? I I, I kind of like the idea of, okay, if I can you know, get a great group of people uh, who are smart and talented and motivated and get a collective view of where we need to be heading, Uh, And then let them be wild and entrepreneurial. And, uh, you know, uh, I think you end up going, getting more great ideas, right? And in in our case, it's sort of uh, as a community-based company, it's even more than that. So it's not just the 65 people at storage, but it's the, you know, it's the, all the people in our community, all of our storage node operators, all the people who contribute to open source, right? We get their collective wisdom and it's a little bit messier. You know, you don't, you don't build an iPhone this way, but you can build some really great things.
0: Yeah yeah absolutely um you know and um and you know like your 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 team is so very important to you right you know and sure. um you know 65 people um and like you know, at the end of the day they are you know like i was really powering uh the the ship right um right. so uh you know Um, what, what what kind of advice do you, um, have for any kind of entrepreneurs that are, are looking to, you know, to lead a team, you know, people to lead uh, a company, you know, of that kind of
1: size of people. Sure. Sure. Right. And, and, and well, I think, I think whether it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, 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 you know, a 10 person team or a 60 person team or Mm -hmm. a thousand person team, right. Um, most of us, uh, Want a sense of mission, right? Most of us want a sense of uh, working for something great, and uh, you know, different obviously, different people are motivated by different things. But very, very few people, at least I've found, are working primarily for the paycheck. They're they they obviously need the they need the paycheck in order to uh, feed themselves and take care of them and their family and achieve their goals outside, right? Um, But you know, what causes people to you know show up to work or not show up to work or work hard or not work hard or be loyal or not be loyal is whether feel a sense of mission and they like the people that they're working with and they feel that like they're able to be effective and, and build great things right and um so i think i think as an entrepreneur your your job really is to give that sense of mission and to make it possible for people to be really fulfilled in what they do um and see that their efforts make a difference um and you know part of why i like smaller companies i think it's easier to do right i just think it's 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 easier to give that sense of mission and and make sure that every person counts if you know everybody, right? <laughs> and, you know, when you're 10,000 people spread across lots of different uh, places, it, it's just harder, right? And that, that, so I think, you know, as an entrepreneur, care about your people and and recognize yes. if, uh, if, uh, if, if you really are serious about your team, they are more important and they have better ideas than you have, right? You can provide direction, but they... You want them to feel to be motivated and be empowered.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, other advice
1: uh, I give, which I'm sure you you give, is a, you know a startup is a marathon. It's not a it's not a sprint, and actually it's, it's a it's a relay marathon, right? Because it's not just that you need to run. You know, right? Right. Miles, or you need to get another group of people all across the finish line, right? And so that just it's. Right. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, is that why, uh, you know, like, like storage is, you know, is kind of smaller, like, um, you know, because because you want to kind of keep things more, uh, you know, um, uh, personable with with storage? Well, you because 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 I know that there are some companies like um, like Jason Friedman's uh, base camp is, you know, he's he's said many times that he prefers to keep a, kind of a fairly smaller company um, to uh, avoid, you know, um, having things get too scaled and too big, you know, for the company. Right. And for the employees. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I mean I think I think that when you keep things lean, it, it just means that everybody counts, right? And every mm-hmm. and every initiative that you do counts. And I think it's it's uh it, it it's it's a natural feature that as organizations get bigger, uh you know, they they tend to be less disciplined about what they do and what they don't do. And right. Um yeah. and 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 there are more places for people who are uh I, you know, not contributing or not working well to sort of hide, and you don't really don't want that, right? I, mean, I think I think like a, 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 if you're a, running, a startup, you want like people pretty narrowly focused on one really important thing, and you know everybody to be there and be committed and feel valued, and uh you know I I think I think there's a uh, one of the dangerous things I think that we've seen over time is that, you know, sometimes startups get too much money and too much funding at once. And then they, they grow faster than they really can. And, and, and bad things happen because people aren't, aren't valuing every person. valuing everybody. Right.
0: Right. Because, you know, yeah. is a startup might be like, Oh, we have all this money. We can hire 20 people. Do you really need 20 people to do that? Like, you know, do whatever it is that, you know, if it's sales, um, you know, uh, or if it's product management, you know, what, what, whatever Correct, it is, right. right?
1: Yeah. Right. And if you're a shark, you're probably competing against people who have thousands of people already right? going against incumbent, right? Yeah, that have thousands of right, people. Right, right.
0: Not not billions 20 of people. Dollars. It might be like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 20,000.
1: <laughs> right. So you're not you're not gonna beat them at their game, right? You need yeah. to beat them at, at your game, which should be by being disruptive, by yeah. being focused, by being uh willing to try new things. uh, And that's sort of your, your special power, your superpower as as an entrepreneur is being able to take a small set of resources and, and focus it in a really exciting way. And the, you know, the larger companies, the incumbents that you're competing against can't do that.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, so um, you know, Ben, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and you know oh, share you. more about uh storage and what you're doing and what makes you so unique, your company so unique and and your team uh so very unique. I mean, I really I would like to get more into talking about community some other time with you because sure. it's you know something that like uh, definitely it is something um you know that, that we could just like well, you, go on and on of about yeah, it. Your business is of all yeah,
1: yeah. You're, huh? you're, you're all, yeah. And then what you're trying to do with Mood Connect is, is definitely so much uh, in that, in that but yeah
0: you know we're um, you know I'm really trying to take a focus in um, just building a, a community around us right now um, you know in, in on X um, and uh, you know and also on our you know on, on other various platforms and social media LinkedIn and you know and so, Uh, And, you know, and I'm really excited that storage is kind of being, you know, uh, like that you're a part of that, um, you know, of our community and that we're a part of yours. Um, So, you know, it's pretty exciting. But, um, you know, is there anything else that you'd like to share about what um, storage is up to and you know um, like anything that you like to talk about as far as their services or any mm-hmm. things that are coming up for storage uh, that you like to to share with with our yeah listeners. I mean I so mean you know, we, you know
1: we, we've got some big customers that are going to be announcing soon which of course I'm, I'm always really excited about uh, um, and uh, you know I guess what I would say is that perhaps the most part, part of stored really is is what our customers are able to do. Right. And so as I mentioned, we've got, we've got Mood Connect, uh, who's innovating in, in in mental health and in and in in uh and in happy and productive workforces. We've got people who are trying to create safe spaces for uh tweens online and in mobile. We've got people who are trying to solve some of the biggest problems in in physics in the world. We've got people trying to solve the biggest problems in genetic health. We've got people who are trying to solve some of the biggest Problems in clean energy, as well as people serving cat videos and you know things like that, right? And and um, I just encourage people to come to the site, learn more about what we're doing. Um, and if you are, of course, working in a in any data data business, we'd love to have you uh, try us out and hopefully become a customer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ben. This has been really a lovely conversation. Um, Really great learning more about you and about your team and your company um, and all the really great work that you're doing. Thank you so much again and um, have a great rest of your day.
1: Okay. Thank you. uh, Same to you.
0: Yeah. And, um, uh, and we are going to be doing, um, more, uh, of the audio spaces on X. Um, I, we're doing meditation and, uh, conversations around AI and mindfulness in the workspace. Um, Uh, Every uh, audio space is at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, which is, I guess, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard and... um, uh, and then that would be 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, um, uh, you know, we'd really love to have more conversations with you, um, you know, on lots of platforms. Um, but thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me and share more about what Storage is doing. You guys are really fantastic. Um, if you want to learn more uh, about Storage and all the awesome services that they have for companies like Mood Connect um, and your company, uh, then please go to storage, dot I-O. And we'll have more information um, in the liner notes, uh, you know, for you, all of you to go to. So thanks again so much, Ben, and, um, uh, and have a wonderful rest of your week. Thanks.
1: Thank you, Amy.